Everybody in the world to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in the world. Oh, brother, it is the 20 or 18th of two of February, 18th of February, guys. Uh, at the time of this was released, at least, and it's uh. It's been an interesting year so far. We've had like two polar vortex attacks on America. (laughs) (laughs) Two devastating attacks. Uh, I've had at least two colds this year already uh, at the time of this recording. And it's annoying me. I'm tired (laughs) of it. I'm the biggest crybaby when it comes to being sick. I I complain. I, I moan. I whine <laughs> the whole time. I'm very annoying. Uh, just, just ask my fiance. She uh, she does not like it. <laughs> she does not like when I get sick. Cause not only because I also get hurt. Because you can't you can't not be get sick if the person you live with is sick. But yeah. uh, I, I complain the whole time, and it's awful. But I don't care. I hate it. I hate <laughs> being sick more than anybody else in the world does. And that's a fact, everybody. That's a damn fact. My birthday is coming up in like two weeks, guys. What are you getting me? <laughs> Tweet at me your birthday presents that you're going to be getting at me uh, at Mike Gives Back. <laughs> uh, except for this, Michael is not giving back. He's receiving. Mike receives <laughs> for his birthday. <laughs> but yeah, we have a week and a half, basically, until you have to get me a present. So... <laughs> If you've never listened to the Michael the Pre-Friday Hour before, it is an art showcase and comedy show where we feature local musicians, painters, poets, artists, sculptors, directors, writers. No sculptors yet. And it is also the world's one and only mandatory podcast. Uh, So I hope you've been enjoying the podcast as you have always been enjoying the podcast. Um... Because it's still going strong, baby. We're still mandatory in every single country except for Guatemala. Uh, God save the queen. And yeah, it's been rocking and rolling. And today uh, we have a fantastic show lined up for you. Later on today, we will be joined by White Girl Sally, who is a manager at Kohl's uh, turned freelance crime fighter. Uh, I don't I don't think she wanted me to mention the manager at Cole's part, but it's important to know where you came from. Uh, and so I mentioned it. And But currently, at this moment, uh, we are joined by a fantastic artiste with an E at the end of it. Not a lot of people get the E at the end of it, but I feel like you're warranted. Oh, well, the E, you. the artiste <laughs> with the apostrophe. Uh, she is a neo-soul musician, uh, hard to nail down exactly the genre, yeah, funk, I, neo-soul. There's a mixture, I think. Mixture yeah. of influences. Um, her name is Shannon Barnes, a.k.a. White B. Yes, hello. Also known as, is what a.k.a. stands for. <laughs> <laughs> right. Welcome. 
Thank you. Welcome Thank you to the mandatory podcast. Uh, hundred and eighteen episodes running, I think. Hundred and seven. No. How many episodes has this been, Shannon? Oh, I don't know. Probably. 118 12 at least. Twelve million. Twelve million. Yeah, you've been doing I've it been every day. Sleep every day since the grinding. Since humanity has existed on this earth, on yeah. this mortal coil, since we were beating <sighs> Neanderthals in the head with rocks <laughs> and establishing our dominance as the prominent uh, bipedal creature, <laughs> the Michael Three Variety Hour has been a mainstay in households. <laughs> Good days. Good times. Yeah back then you know what everybody's all nowadays they're just looking at their phones and they're they're tweeting and instagramming and taking pictures of their food back in the day you had to track your food for three weeks if you even wanted to have something on the table you know there's no time to to be looking at tiktok and voice doing voiceovers on videos and, is this what you do uh, in your spare time no i uh, still track my food for three okay, weeks okay. I'm not a very good hunter, though, so I just get, like, squirrels yeah. and, and rabbits and stuff. But I'm just saying, back in the day, back when the Michael the Pre-Variety Hour was an infant, we just, yeah, everyone got, got around the family table eating a giant jaguar, listening to this podcast on their old, uh, you know, the Flintstones had, like, uh, those. What they, it was that long ago. Yeah, they had the, like, reco- record, <laughs> the records, uh, the old stone records played by, like, uh, some sort of long-beaked bird, and then it would, like, be done, and it would look at the camera and go, it's a living. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day. It's been mandatory since then. I let this joke go on too far. <laughs> that was good. You are Shannon Barnes. I am. Of White Bee. Yes. Uh, thank you for coming coming down to the studio today. You're welcome. Thank uh, you for having me. You're more than welcome. Uh, so tell me... Who who the, who the heck are you? Where, um, where are you from? What do you do? Well, uh, I'm Shannon Barnes. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm from West Michigan. West little, Michigan. Yeah, a little town called Morley, middle of nowhere. I grew up on My like... best friend's last name is Morley. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Of Morley Candy Company. Oh, yeah. Not, you know, not related. Not related. Yeah, not related to the city, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. That'd be great, though. But, uh, yeah, I grew up on, like, 78 acres of, like, woods land. Wow. And, um... Did you have, like, a central location in those acres that you slept on a regular <clears throat> basis, or you just kind of roamed around? Oh, yeah, no. I mean, it wasn't like, uh, you know, we track our food, like, sit around <laughs> the jaguars. Like the good old days. Yeah, it was, yeah. You know, we had a house, uh-huh. you know, I had electricity and stuff, so mm-hmm. that that was pretty cool. Wow. Um, Check your privilege. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. Um, very, very thankful for that. And, you know, I, I got to take showers every day. That was cool. Nice. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, from Morley, Michigan. Um, yeah, middle of nowhere. Um, grew what, up. What was that like, living in the middle of middle of nowhere well for 18 years it was like the only thing i really knew you know like me and my family traveled once in a while you know but it wasn't like to me like anything else seemed very foreign you know Mm -hmm. like cities like or you know any other places just seemed like really foreign to me (laughs) so like it i guess like just yeah just like living in the woods and like being around like the types of people i was around all the time just seemed like that was it. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's my life, you know? 
And then I, like when I was 18, I got a full ride scholarship to Wayne State University. Oh, yeah. I, oh, my God. Is this, this is not, there's no way. This is like the, I think like maybe the fifth episode in a row we've had a freaking Apex, Apex Warrior. It's my company. Wayne State Warrior. Oh, yeah. On the show. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, the Warrior days didn't last long. Um, well, I was, I was there for like two years. And well, then I, you were still a warrior. Yeah, I was there. I was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was. You know, warrioring. So that was cool. Warriors gonna warrior. Yeah, and uh, I, went, I studied music there. Um, I studied like I, I played saxophone for a minute, and then I decided to switch to voice. Mm. And I studied music tech at Wayne, and that was definitely like something I couldn't study. I just felt like it was kind of weird, <laughs> like to mm-hmm. study that. So I actually transferred to Eastern Michigan, and I studied music therapy. Mm. there what is music therapy um it's basically like clinical work that you know you're working with clients um and you're using music as your therapeutic tool to like help achieve like specific goals like whatever goals they nice. you know, have to achieve and uh yeah that's music therapy and that's what i do now um mm. i work at community music school in detroit and then i also work at hawthorne center in northville it's a psychiatric facility for children and adolescents very cool yeah it's pretty cool and um yes i i started like playing guitar i guess like during my college years really yeah so did you have like interest in when did you kind of establish interest in like playing music in general oh i mean ever since i was little i sang you know Mm -hmm. like and i played saxophone you know since i was 12 so um and i don't really play it anymore though but uh those days are gone yeah those days (laughs) those days are gone but uh yeah i've just i've been into music my whole life it's just like kind of takes over my being (laughs) at one point did it become something that like uh you realized that you wanted to pursue as as the what you wanted to do with the rest of your life um i think ever since i was little you know Mm -hmm. i feel like i've always manifested that you know like i just i just always wanted to be a musician like Mm -hmm. i've i felt like i would never be happy if that wasn't the case you know so um, and I, I remember thinking that as like very like a young child, mm-hmm. like if I don't get to like sing, if I don't get to play music for the rest of my life, I don't see how I'm going to be happy, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, the, what, what, what is white B? How did that, how did that come into fruition? Well, um, so like when I went to Wayne State, I met a lot of like very talented musicians and like yeah. I got to network with like a lot of people. And uh, my friend Gwen, who played like bass in Five Pound Snap, Gwen McPhee. Gwen McPhee. I love her. Yeah, she's she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, she introduced me to she her. She comes up on the show a lot, actually. <laughs> what? She comes up on the show a lot of real. Oh, does she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah a she... lot of she's connected with a lot of people. A lot yeah, of artists in the area. Yeah, she's a friend of mine too. So dope. Yeah, like Gwen. Yeah, she's one of my best friends. Like she's very talented. Um, but she's in the band Five Pound Snap, and I feel like. As far as White B goes, like, you know, Five Pound Snap was a very big influence on me Mm -hmm. um, as an artist, you know, like around here. Like, I felt like um, they kind of helped me, like, explore, like, my talents as, like, a guitar player and as a songwriter. 
And I thought that was cool. And then, like, a lot of the members of Five Pound Snap actually, like, joined my band. Really? Yeah. So they started playing with me. And so, like, that's, you know, what came of that. And then um, recently, like, they stopped playing with me. And so I've, like, kind of developed, like, you know, other you, musicians. You, like, knock on their door and their moms come to the door and say, sorry. Sorry. Alex can't come out to play today. <laughs> no, no more. No more drums for you. Sorry, Shannon. <laughs> Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, we just don't play together anymore, but I have like a bunch of other musicians that I've played with within this past year. It's incredible. Like how many people have like recorded on my songs and like, uh, like have collabed with me at like live shows and stuff like that. And I feel like I've explored a lot more opportunities to collaborate with like other artists in general, like like I played guitar with Sarah Barron. I played guitar oh, with uh she's great too. Compose the Way. Um I like have been on a couple of my friends Sam's like tracks that he's produced like I've for like vocals and guitar. Sam and stuff. Elliott? Um no, his name's Sam Or I mean Sam Smith. That was the joke I was trying to make. Oh, so <laughs> Sam Elliott. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Sam Elliott isn't Sam Elliott the uh the guy the Marlboro man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. I think yeah. 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 I love That's that I mean. guy. It's <laughs> funny. Um yeah, I just collab with uh him a little bit. Like he kind of does like some hip hop and house kind of stuff once in a while and I like have played on some of the tracks he's produced and man, I've been able to collaborate this past like 2018 was like the year of just like exploring like my options as like a musician and like it's just been insane you know like i've just experienced so much so the so white b the lineup of it has been constantly in flux oh yeah it's it seems like it always has changed Mm -hmm. you know like you are the constant (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah but yeah is it more of like a thing where it's like you 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 write and 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 perform the all the songs on the album, but but you like kind of bring friends on to collaborate with, and then like perform live with. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So it, you're the only like official permanent member, right? Yeah, I yeah. write all the I write all the material, and then I kind of let like any musician who plays on it kind of give their own flair. Yeah, you know, I'll like describe like what kind of feels and stuff that I want on my songs, and. You know, if there's, like, specific parts that I've, like, won or something, like, I'll let them know. But usually it's just, like, I mean, I try to get musicians that, like, can hang and are very talented. So that way it's not, like, you know, problematic where I have to, like, yeah, yeah, you know. I am very lucky to have worked with the people that I've worked with. It's amazing. There are so many great artists in this area. Yeah, it uh, really is. that, That make all sorts of different kinds of music, too. So it's, like, there's no shortage of being, of, like types of people to collaborate with if you want to explore some other kind of genre or something. Right, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so what is this first song that you're going to be showing us, playing for us, called? Um, it is called Antihistamine, um, and it's about, like, taking NyQuil after breaking up with somebody because mm. you have no other way to fall asleep because yeah. <laughs> you just, like, have anxiety all the time. So, yeah, um, it's called uh, Antihistamine. And uh, I wrote it, like, around this time, like, last year. Right on. So, and I'm releasing it very soon. So here is White B with Antihistamine. <laughs> 
sad thank you very emotional <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so tell me about the songwriting process like uh <clears throat> what, what what how do you inspire yourself to kind of sit down and start working on it and what 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 kind of steps do you go through um i think a lot of like songs that i've written like since i'm kind of new at playing guitar for the most part um Anytime I've, like, learned, like, a very basic, like, guitar voicing or whatever, like, I've always tried to, like, utilize it in, like, songwriting. So, um, I've just, I've always been, like, inspired by, like, a lot of, like, jazz singers yeah. and stuff throughout my life. So, definitely, it's just, like. Definitely comes off. <laughs> Thank you. It's uh, um, very jazzy. I appreciate that, you know. <laughs> I love I love me some Sarah Vaughn and mm-hmm. some Julie London and Billie Holiday and Ella oh, yeah. and all the all Ella the Fitzgerald. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, you know I wanted to figure out a way that I can like accompany myself with like original material you know and um, I don't know I've just like anytime I like discovered something new on the guitar like I just put it in a song and like since I was surrounded by a lot of like jazz musicians like going to school and stuff like I feel like I just kind of slowly picked up on like 
you know, different things here and there. And after like studying music and stuff, like kind of figured out how to write <laughs> songs a little bit more, I guess. But uh, yeah, I just um, usually it starts off with like a guitar part, you know, mm-hmm. and then my melodies just kind of like come after that with like lyrics, you know. Just, yeah. So do you like um <clears throat> you you play around with the melody and then do you kind of like draw emotional inspiration from that melody or do you kind of go into like creating the guitar melody with the, with an emotion in mind? I feel like it comes together like the second one you said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's it just um, kind of like a happens yeah it's usually i mean based on like the harmony that i'm like picking on like guitar you know like if it you know if it's like sad or if you're in a shitty mood yeah you're not about to write uh (laughs) happy together (laughs) right uh who's that by the youngbloods isn't that a sad song though oh yeah it is isn't it but it sounds happy yeah i can't see me loving nobody but you is that a sad song uh it doesn't sound sad. It seems like it's... it's... You know, a lot of those songs back then, they're like, uh, the lyrics are super happy, but then it turns out it's like about like killing your ex-wife or something like that. Yeah. From what <clears throat> I gathered from that song, it was just like, I can't see me loving nobody like you for all my life, and then like so happy together, but like unfortunately we're not together kind of thing. Like, Imagine me and you. I do. I think about you day and night. It's only right. To think about the girl you love and hold her tight so happy together. I mean, it does seem like maybe they're not together. Exactly. Like, he's like, oh, man, I wish I could have this girl, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like one of those, like, what could be. What could be. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I, man. Yeah. So happy together. How is the weather? Uh, that seems like it's just kind of thrown in there. Well, how is yeah. the weather? Yeah, maybe that's like how is the weather seems kind of like uh... what they're actually saying to each other. Oh, like you you talk you get the you're yeah. on the 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 elevator with the girl of your dreams, and you're like, so how's the oh, weather? think about how amazing it would be to be yeah. with you. But then it's just like, how's the weather? Yeah. Well, well, dang it, <laughs> Alan Gordon and the turtles. Alan Gordon. Listen, I'm gonna just do a, a turtles cast <laughs> where we. <laughs> Where we break down the lyrics from different songs. <laughs> oh, damn, poor Alan Gordon. He must have been really hurting. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so uh, what? What? Um, who are some of your like top influences? Um, in in your music. Um, Stevie Wonder for sure. Ooh, Stevie Wonder is a big one. Um, Prince is a huge influence. I've been listening to Prince since I was super young. Oh yeah. Um, my mom had like some print CDs in the car, you know, and I just, I loved it. I loved Prince. Um, and I drew a lot of it. Like when I was younger, I drew a lot of inspiration from like, um, not only like jazz vocalists, but a lot of like women, like psych rock and like mm. rock singers, you know, like I loved Grace Slick from, uh, Jefferson Airplane. Ooh. I love, um, I love Ann Wilson from Heart, you know? Like, I love those kind of singers. Yeah, um, those, like, really, like, yeah. larger-than-life, like, yeah, cracking glass with their yeah, voices. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I just, I love, like, the whole, like, the the Grace Slick thing. Like, I love that apathetic kind of, like, trippy, yeah. you know, really 
deep vocal stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that stuff's big for me. Um, but then I feel like I started, you know, like listening to a lot more like soul and funk and stuff and uh, and um, a lot more like music with like more guitars in it as far as like psych rock goes. It's like a more modern. Um, so I would say like, Napalm from Hiatus Coyote is like my number one influence mm-hmm. of all time. I just discovered her in 2013, but like she's the reason why. You like, make it sound like 2013 was so recently. Yeah, <laughs> six years ago. <laughs> I mean, it's still like it's pretty recent as far you know as yeah. I guess it's still. <laughs> it yeah. sounds so close. It sounds close. Yeah, yeah. we're closer to 2023 than we are to 2013. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I discovered, you know, her and like, man, I remember watching one, like a Hiatus Coyote video and for like the first time and I immediately like went to find a guitar like wow. online. Like I just was like, I need to figure this out. Like wow. I need to figure out where I'm going to get it. And like I just started writing songs like immediately. Like I was like, this is what I want to do. That's you know? awesome. Yeah. So she was like a huge, huge in- inspiration for me. Um, I think it's just because like, I don't know. I soon started to like discover that she doesn't have a lot of like music theory knowledge mm-hmm. and stuff, but like she just, you know, feels it. Feels it. She have fucking you, feels it. Have you opened for them before? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. As I, I thought I saw in a previous event. Yeah. That was, that was a crazy moment. Can you, in my I life. can't imagine. I was about to say, can you imagine? But it's just funny <laughs> to think that we opened up for them and I was like, oh my God, this is going to be like really cool, like whatever. And then like, man, I look back and like, man, we sucked. Like really? it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. It when was, was that? Um, this was like, this is 2015. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it was, yeah, we were not that good. Did you get a chance to tell Napalm uh, about, about how you feel? Yeah, well, I just said, like, you're a big inspiration to me. Like, mm. I, I was like, I tried really hard to get on this show because I just really wanted to play with you guys. Like, so just, nice. you know, I got to, like, you know, hang out on their tour bus after the show. That's awesome. And, like, that was really cool. I just talked to, like, the bass player about, like, Australian and U.S. politics and listened to James <laughs> Brown for a very long time. Very nice. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny. So uh, last year, you released uh, your single, Beat State, Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it to critical acclaim, at least from me, (laughs) um, and other local music artists. Uh, I think the only negative thing I've ever seen about it was on YouTube. Oh, my God. That was the great... Did you see all those comments? Yeah. Oh, so funny. Well, well, I wanted to talk about your music video because it's really cool. Uh, It's shot on Belle Isle and... Mm-hmm. I, Belial is, I love it. Uh, it's one of my favorite places on earth. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's amazing. And it's really beautifully shot. Uh, but as I was looking at it, there's this woman <laughs> who's commenting on it that's saying like, she doesn't know how to, I'm a classically trained singer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She doesn't know how to sing and everyone's lying to her. And it's it's so <laughs> strange yeah. to, because I imagine this person's a complete stranger. Yeah, I yeah. mean, who knows? Like, maybe somebody's got beef with me. You yeah. know what I mean? They're trying Take to like down di- white beef. be di- like disguised as yeah. somebody else. Yeah. But like, <laughs> how uh, how do you? Because it seems so out of left field. Like, how did you take that when you read that? I fucking, I like rolled on the floor laughing. Really? I was like, why does this person care about a 700 like, like video? Yeah. Like, it was like, 
There's like nothing. To... She was such a strong opinion. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of, have you ever seen that video of that one like strange dude in New York yelling at the trumpet player? No. Uh, he's like, he like yells at him for like seven minutes. Like, Cause you're disturbing the peace and I, you're a failure. And <laughs> Jesus uh, I haven't been a musician for 30 years. <laughs> and it's like, it's so strange how like people, certain people who like might maybe classically trained or whatever, like. They have such, like, strong opinions on what certain, what it should sound like. It's just funny, because, like, I studied classical voice yeah. for six years, <laughs> like, and <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, like, the most amazing, like, I'm not a good classical singer, I'll admit that, like, I had to take That's not voice what you're trying lesson, to do. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, it was just, I just had to use voice as, like, my this primary This doesn't instrument. sound like opera to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's, it was, I, I don't know, I thought it was very funny. Oh my God, it was, uh, it's a great, it was great. It's a great little comment thread. Because <laughs> like, it was really she cool. just, she's very, she she writes a lot. Yeah. It's very, very strong opinions about it. I think the best part of that was like, I took some screenshots of like the, um, the post and I put on like my Instagram story. Mm-hmm. And I realized that like my video had gotten like, I don't know, 80 more views in that, in that day. Really? From just like... People, just random YouTube recommendations? Yeah. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, I could probably, I gotta go see these comments. This looks juicy. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, any, bet, any press is good press, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like, let's see who's talking <laughs> shit about Shannon. <laughs> but it is a, it's a great music video. It's really, really beautifully shot. Thank you. Um, it's got like a cool kind of like grain filter over it. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about that song a little bit about, uh, about Beat State <clears throat> and, uh, We'll play it. We're gonna play it at the end of the show here, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but uh, let's talk about the creation of that song and also the music video, the process of all that. Um, that song is kind of just about like relationships that you kind of like go through, not like necessarily romantic, but like any any sort of like relationship, and you know how you kind of like grow through those relationships with people and like you grow as a person through those relationships with people. So I guess the reason why I wanted to have it on Belle Isle is because of, or like the conservatory in general is cause like there's a bunch of tropical plants yeah. that like kind of just chill there all winter and stuff. And like, it's just like a really cool, you know, place. And, uh, I wanted like a bunch of like younger kids, like that, you know, work together as dancers, like, they all know each other really well, you know, and I just wanted them in the video because, like, the song's about growth and, like, I felt like it was just appropriate, you know, to, yeah. Well, it worked out because it is an awesome video. Strongly recommend you check it out. Um, So what does the future hold for White Bee? What's what's coming up? I heard you talk about uh, some songs being released. Well, um... So that anti antihistamine song that I just played, we're like actually shooting a music video for it, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be released soon. Mm-hmm. And um, like it, the full band and stuff is on the recording, and uh, the music video is gonna be shot in my bedroom. Very nice. And um, that's happening, and their low key might be another single slash music video as well. Low key. <laughs> There might not be though. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna be shooting another one too. No pressure. Um, yeah. Um, and then we're gonna be releasing like the whole album. Ooh. 
and Elise McCoy, who made the music video, is also producing my entire album. And she's just insane. She's she's in my she was in my pal Val, and she now plays um, with Bogart, which I think they're changing their name. But um, yeah, she's uh, she's an amazing producer. I've known her since I went to Wayne, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so she's kind of helping me string things along with this album and stuff. And I'm very thankful for that. So very cool. Releasing an album, I'm going on like a mini tour. Um, in February, and then uh, March is like March twenty second is our next full band show at the Loving Touch. Mm. And as far as like what I want to do with White Bee, like you know, I don't. I just want to keep writing songs. The sky's the limit. <laughs> yeah, I just want to keep writing songs, and I want to you know keep making art. And I think like I'm trying to like make more money with my job and like all that stuff, so I can actually like really put as much effort as i can into this project very nice yeah do you know when we can expect the album approximately it's gonna be like late spring early summer probably Mm, very Mm -hmm. nice and uh do you have a name you can share uh yes psychedelic flight attendant i love that (laughs) that's great uh so yeah keep an eye out for that keep an eye and an ear out for that keep an eye out so you can see it's out and then your ear out for you can listen to it when it is out. <laughs> Speaking of keeping your ear to something, what is this next song called? This song is called Aquarius. Mm, what's this one about? Um, this one's about um, a boy from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, basically, like, yeah, it's kind of weird to say, but who cares? Um, basically, if I were to, like, like cheat on somebody with this person like what would come of it kind of thing mm-hmm. and this guy was an aquarius so i just like i don't know i just wrote it you know um and just call it aquarius um but yeah so that's pretty much very nice very nice so here is white b with aquarius Smiling eyes and the world 
You got it to new magnetic, turn your magnetic force around because mine is pushing you. Aquarius, various Aquarius, <laughs> various Aquarius. Yes. Uh, so thank you for sharing those songs with me. You're welcome. But now we must move on. We must welcome our next guest. She hails all the way from, I think, what, like Northville, Michigan. It's Novi. Novi, Michigan. Yeah. Wow. The great shopping capital of Southeast Michigan. I'll I'll roll with it, sure. Uh, your name is White Girl Sally. Uh, That's right. Which is your legal name. Mm-hmm. And you are a former manager at Kohl's. Well, and... no, I'm a current manager at Kohl's, but oh. that's not, I mean, I wish you hadn't mentioned that because that's, oh. uh, that's not sort of, that's not my identity. It's just sort of what I do for now. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to transition careers. Well, um, I think, I think that the, the uh, story of the transition where you've come from to where you're going is very important. Sure. Uh, so you're a manager at Kohl's currently, uh, and you are transition transitioning to become a freelance crime fighter. That's right. Uh, like a superhero. Uh, no, I don't consider myself a superhero. I'm just a woman trying to make it in the world, mm-hmm. you know, a white, a white woman uh, yeah. specifically. Uh, that, that's clear. Yeah. Just, I'm just saying it's not an ironic name. I it's had no just, say in it. My parents, they you know, they just, they named me white girl and then Sally is my last name. Um, which is interesting because it's, it's obvious you're a white girl because you're, you oh, are, I, you're I white. couldn't be whiter. Yeah. Yeah. For real. It's interesting. It's just a, 
It's a weird name. Yeah, I mean, my parents, you know, they they just, they like white girl. Okay, uh, and that's what I am. They like to, they like to say what things are. So, so, so by, do you have a passion for crime fighting or is it just something you think you'd be good at? I would say, well, I know I'm good at it. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, it's a calling. Uh, mm-hmm. I, it chose me. But you wouldn't say you're passionate about it. I mean. Because you can get called, like someone could call me on the phone and I could talk to him on the phone, but that doesn't mean I'm loving having the conversation. Yeah, I mean, I do have a passion for, uh, you know, justice and and protecting good people from bad things. Absolutely. I would say. Yeah. Do you have any experience crime fighting? Uh, Yeah, I do. Uh, and I and I'd, I'd like more, which is why I'm here. Oh. Uh, but well, uh, can you describe some of your experience? Yeah, I have both. Yeah, please. Uh, well, okay. So <sighs> think of this like a job interview. Yeah. No, I'm bad at job interviews, man. Oh, really? Uh, but you made it to the manager of Coles. Yeah. Well, you know, like uh, a friend of my mom's got me hired, oh. so uh, that's how I got. Oh, that sweet job. of her. Yeah, but I moved up on my own. I started, you know, as like a sales associate oh. and moved up to manager. So I mean, Very you nice. know, I got hustle in me. Have you ever fought any shoplifting crimes at Coles? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, but normally I just let that go unless it's like some real big, like a. You let it go. Like a bedroom set. You let someone <laughs> just like if I walked in there and I just put a t-shirt on underneath. I mean, it depends on your situation. I would pull you aside and I'd say, "Hey, man." Do you need what's a hug? Your gross annual income. Yeah, I'd say like, what's 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 going? Tell me, tell me your situation, uh-huh. man. Uh, you're about to walk out of here into a world of hurt, and I don't think you want to make that choice. <laughs> uh, and then normally we talk it out, and uh-huh. then the shirt or whatever goes back, and wow. we go on our way. I mean, you know, not necessary to make an arrest every time. No, or most of the time, or ever. Well, again, if, I mean, don't if be it's a bedroom gre- set. If, well, yeah, I mean, we don't sell bedroom sets at Coles, but we do you sell don't? sheets, and we sell. Uh, you do, you sell like mattress toppers. Yes, we do, and and comfort. which if you get enough of those, you can just that can just be your. But bag. I mean, if you stuff your pants with several mattress toppers, I mean, come on, that's gratuitous. <laughs> is is that uh is that the uh cool cool padding uh memory, memory, foam, memory foam pillow? Or are you just happy to see me? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't make jokes like that, man. This is serious oh. business. Like, I you apologize. Just, no, it's fine. No, it's good you have a sense of humor. I just can't have a sense of humor about crime fighting no. because people are hurting. Got to have a respect for it. Yeah. All right. Well, let me tell you how. I mean, I'm going to, I'm, it was somewhat of a debacle how my first experience of crime fighting happened, but oh. it was like a learning experience. I like, I like debacles. They're interesting to hear about. Uh, well, so <laughs> cut to 2014. All right. We all know what happened that year. Um, well, don't worry. Listen, moving on. What happened in Let me tell you about. I, I'm just going to tell you my experience okay. in, in crime fighting. We can circle back later. All right. Uh, so uh, I was. Uh, it was a Friday night. I just broken up with my lover. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was watching something on Netflix. Uh, I was well. I was binge watching some Jeopardy uh, on Netflix. Maybe it wasn't Netflix, but it, I was. Jeopardy didn't go get on put on Netflix until late last year. All right, that's fair. Then mm-hmm. I was binge watching Jeopardy. It was not on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Please DVR. strike that from the record. It's just on your DVR, right? <clears throat> right. Uh-huh. Or some, I don't know. I was watching a lot of Jeopardy uh-huh. in 2014. That's all I know. Yeah. Uh, and I was petting my cat. 
uh, that's not a, that's not like a euphemism. Like I have a cat uh-huh. that was sitting next I to me. And, okay, that, I just want to make clear I'm not. I didn't getting think sexy. of it as a euphemism right. until you. Well, I just I saw the look on your face and I didn't want you to like. There, it wasn't a look. Well, all right, agree to disagree. <laughs> uh, but uh, so uh, I hear I hear a a, a rustling. Uh-huh. Okay, I hear rustling like a couple of doors down. I'm like, whoa, something's going on in this neighborhood. Like a like a like a like a hullabaloo. Yeah, or... like a little bit of a hullabaloo uh-huh. slash, uh, you know, a merry mishap or oh. something along those. But not so merry potentially. It's just mostly a mishap. Yeah, I didn't know what was going on, and I was like, uh oh. Like hoopla. Yeah. Uh, all I know is it did not sound like a cavalcade of whimsy, and so I had to go and inspect it. <laughs> Usually you don't have to you don't have to investigate cavalcades of whimsy unless you're looking to participate. Right. Well, as I said, this did not seem to no. be the case. Uh, so I was like, "Hey, uh, normally I would just, uh, you know, sort of like if I hear bro- broken glass, like historically, what I would do is I would just lay flat on the ground as if you know there were gunshots. Yes. Same same sort of reaction. Safe. But this time I was like, "No, not today, Sally." I refer to myself by my own last name. Good. Okay. Uh, and Not today, white girl. It'd be a little different. Yeah, it doesn't... I mean, it's redundant. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and of course, my cat is cool as a cucumber uh-huh. uh, during this, because she's just cool like that. Uh, yeah. Well, so I go and investigate. First, I got to wear something, you know, sleek, but functional. Yeah. So I spent about 20 minutes assembling some sort of a wardrobe. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, it was all black. Yeah. Uh, I wore a patent. Uh, I just, I, I wore a lot of sleek black clothing with yeah. a little bit of tiger stripe. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, just, I'm just saying, you, I mean, it's, 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 right. It's important to, to look put together because uh, you want people to take you seriously mm-hmm. if uh, something's really Superman horrible. doesn't go out in his t-shirt and jeans. Right, and again, I'm not a superhero. I'm oh. just a woman trying to make it in the world. Okay. So don't get it twisted. Well, Batman's not a superhero either, and he doesn't go out in t-shirt and jeans either. Batman's just a hero with smart powers. Agree to disagree. Okay. Uh, uh, so, all right, I go, okay. Well, long story short, it turns out, well, my fucking teenage name, excuse me, are we, am I allowed to swear on this podcast? Sure. All right, well. I did. Yes. Uh, it turns out my teenage neighbor was trying to break back into her own house. Oh. But I thought it was a B and E. And for those who are not familiar with the lingo, that is breaking, breaking and entering, entering, which is a felony. Yeah. I believe it is a class one or class two felony. Uh-huh. I got to look that up. Yeah. It's uh, definitely a felony, though. I should know sort We're of like. We're talking prison time. Potentially. Potential prison time. Definite probation. But this woman, gal, girl, 17 at the time. <sighs> she uh, she's breaking in. Uh, she had uh, snuck out, turns out, uh, and then uh, she's trying to sneak back in. Only she locked herself out of her own house, which is just uh, not a crime. Just, that should be a felony. I mean, just not good planning. No. Uh, but uh, it got me, and, and she's very angry because I apprehend. I mean, I did a citizen's arrest, and I had her in a headlock. Yeah. Uh, you didn't she, recognize her. No, not until I looked down to see, you know, the head and the in the crook of my arm Uh and then I said uh Amy (laughs) 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 and she said and uh and she and she said WG because that's what they call me in the neighborhood yeah yeah and And, uh and I said what's going on girl and she said uh hey yeah this is my house I'm like well now I know (laughs) 
And uh, did, at what point did you release her from the headlock? After we talked about it. Okay. Uh, first, I had to assess to make sure that I wasn't getting tricked. There yeah. wasn't any tomfoolery. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know the situation. Well, it turns out, yeah, she's breaking her own home. We're uh, trying to re-enter it. Okay, fine. So... Uh, so that was, that wasn't a real crime. So she broke her window? Yeah, because she locked herself out. Now, I just had a stupid neighbor, but it got me thinking. Why not me? Uh-huh. Uh, when I see danger, why not run toward it instead of away? Because we all tend to go, oh, we're going to call the cops. Yeah. Cops are busy. I have a quick question before we continue. Uh-huh. So you said that she broke the window, mm-hmm. the shattered glass. Correct. And 20 minutes went by of mm-hmm. you putting on your wardrobe. Yep. So when you went out, yes. was she still outside or did you enter the home and put her in a headlock? Well, I don't... Okay. Full disclosure, <clears throat> I did enter her bedroom window. <laughs> okay. Uh, I did go in. Yeah. To investigate uh-huh. because there was broken glass and I thought there might be some injuries. Yes. I myself got a bit injured. I, I was bleeding a little oh. bit from my leg. Uh, tore my fucking hot set up, hot, my hot costume. Hot costume. <laughs> Uh, so that was a bummer, but yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yes, I did. So technically, I so accidentally right. Uh, but listen, <laughs> it was for the cause of justice, uh-huh. and no one pressed charges because Good. it was a, a misunderstanding. Yeah, my heart was in the right place. Yes, if not my body. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> And, uh, you know, I talked to the homeowners, uh, my neighbors, yeah. uh, the Johnsons, they're great. Uh, yeah. They were cool about it. Uh, at first, they were a little angry, but yeah. I explained. And I, I didn't want to bust their daughter. I was trying to keep it cool with everyone. Yeah. And, uh, you know, look, I screwed the pooch there. But, yeah. uh, but you know, it was your first taste. It was my first taste of, of uh, enforcing some street-style justice, and, yeah. I, and, I, and I got hungry for more. Uh, so yeah, Spider-Man got his butt kicked his first day out, I think. Right. Uh, and I'm not ashamed uh, to admit that, I, you know, practice makes perfect. And uh, I accidentally committed a crime my first go round. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I, I'm looking to branch out more into a sort of a apprehending a sort of arsonists and uh, like uh, potential murderers. I'm looking to stop some of those crimes. So is there a reason that you uh, decided to become a freelance crime fighter and not like oh, say, yeah. join the police academy or something like that? Well, I say fuck the police oh. is what I say because, uh, well, they've been rude to me personally. Okay. And I've gotten... Uh, like in your time of being a freelance <clears throat> crime fighter, they... Uh, just in general. Oh. Uh, I've had that experience. I don't like it. Uh, yeah. I, to be fair, I was screaming in a cop's face when he pulled me over, so he wasn't uh, happy about that. No. But uh, still, keep it professional, man. Keep it professional. Uh, and I just don't like their outfits. Okay, when you go... Uh, if no you, tiger unless, stripes. Right, you cannot look great uh, in a police uniform uh i mean you can you can try i mean i look as good as one can in a police uniform and even i don't look great uh i look pretty good but why have you worn a police uniform i mean i wanted to see if i could rock the look but uh, i that's why i didn't join the police academy i couldn't rock it hard enough to fucking make it worthwhile yeah sorry keeps... you probably rock it better than most though. oh yes i do yeah, i just yeah, i just yeah. said that but uh right, i, I right, don't right. but you can only rock it <laughs> yes. so hard and i, I need to go <laughs> I just full <laughs> no I, I yeah no disrespect i'm just saying like you know listening it's important 
It was, listen, you're great. You're great. I'm I'm a little like I'm nervous. You're on edge. I'm on edge, but that is what keeps me hungry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I did a lot of research uh, just before. I, I mean, I'm going to give you both a business card. Is that all right? Uh, sure. I would love. I would love one. Here you go. My wallet's kind of full of them, so Please, I might just uh, I might right. just keep well, it in my pocket. Yeah. Whatever works. Put it on your fridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh. Um. Uh. I I don't know necessarily. Feel like I need to point out the obvious about this business card. I'd like you to. Uh, it's fully nude. Yeah. Picture. Yep, that's correct. Um, and yeah. there's no phone number <laughs> or email. Address. Yeah, I don't believe in phones. Uh, you, so you just there's no email. Yeah, there isn't. Any email your business address. card is just a. I uh, mean, I I list my Instagram handle on there, oh. so that's oh, yeah, all you need to yeah. get in touch. It's just a top. Uh, Slide into those DMs, yeah. Yeah. baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, thank you. No, I mean, yeah, you're welcome. In case you uh, witness a crime. So am I supposed to send you an Instagram DM? Contact me via Instagram. Uh-huh. Tell me if there's a crime going down. You I'll, don't have like an emergency line? That's my emergency line. Oh. I, I'm on that thing like all the time, posting pics. So if it's like an urgent, emer- it, it, <laughs> urgent emergency. If it's an urgent emergency, I should call the police. No. No. I mean, not if you want effective crime uh, solving. Oh, okay. I mean, you. I think we all know at this point the police don't always get it right. No. And neither does white girl Sally, but she's trying. Okay? <laughs> At least she's trying. Right. She's not owned by the corporation. And I'm going to look good doing it. And yes. I think we all can agree that's also important. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Uh, and true. You know. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like you. I You're, like, cool. I like you. You're cool. You're <laughs> cool. Uh, <laughs> I, I just I just want to point out that I did a lot of, you know, it's not, I'm not just willy-nilly jumping into this. Like, this is a calling. Uh... You know, I sort of like, I think of myself as like a a pale-faced Pam Greer, sort of. Uh, okay. No, no, don't. I, I'm afraid you're going to take that into a place that it doesn't need to go. Uh, no. I, I want, I mean, I, I watched all of her movies from the 70s, and I feel like her attitude and her aesthetic is on point. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, she did not take prisoners. She she did women in prison films, but she took no prisoners, yeah. and she saved the day. Um, and I and I'm gonna be the same way. And I want to be cool while I do it. Very nice. Like I have certain catchphrases Ooh. that I've been working. Can you give me your top three? Yep. Not playing it, girl. <laughs> ha- or yeah. not playing it, Mister. If it's, oh, it's if it's yeah. a male. Flip that uh, on Or uh, if uh. Somebody's just like down on the ground and about to pass out. Uh, like, but they're like fading in on a consciousness. I go, that's a wrap, Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. You, you, you knew, yeah. I thought that was going to be a pun about around. No, I don't do around, puns. Around them being about to pass out, but no. just, just another way of saying like this, this fight's over. Yeah. <laughs> but a little more abstract. <clears throat> so you could say that even when they're not about to pass out, right. like you could have them under arrest. But that's like my, one of my catchphrases. So like Got it. It, when they hear that, they're going to know. This, it's over. That's a rap, Nancy. That's a rap, Nancy. <laughs> yeah. See, you're getting it. Yeah. Right. So and what's your third What's your third favorite? Oh, my third <clears throat> favorite. I'm still working through. I'm still. Uh, uh, well, I. this one's a little confusing. <laughs> uh, and and no, one, no one seems to understand. I mean, I. This is a communication sort of gaffe with this one. It's uh, honk that horn. <laughs> uh, I yeah, think and, I get it. I think I get it. Right. Do, <laughs> do you? What do you think? I mean, d- d- go. 
Go. Just make a noise, you know. Make a noise. Make a noise. Yeah, like what's the fuss about? Yeah. Honk that horn. <laughs> it's like the opposite of what the police yeah. say. When they they say someone. quiet down. They say uh, you have the right to remain silent. Right. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. Right. And I say, honk that horn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that can mean several. Very loud in their ear. Oh, yeah. I mean, or through, I also carry a megaphone on me because I feel uh, like that is powerful. It gets you attention. It, well, yeah. And if I'm yelling, I want them to be intimidated by Have it. Have they ever understood what you meant by that? Not a one person yet has, uh, uh, that's why I'm trying to explain it. Yeah. Uh, if you explain a catchphrase, it makes it cooler, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think. So, yeah. Do you also explain it after after you say it over the megaphone? Yeah. I believe in over-communication uh, <laughs> to the point of uh, mind-numbing redundancy. Yeah. So I will repeat it and then go over it again within 10 minutes. Very good. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. Amazing. So, um so how do you, how much work have you gotten through your uh, Instagram DMs? Well, I mean, like legit work or like a goof? I'd like to hear about both. I mean, well, 10 people have contacted me so far. One of them was a legit sitch, but uh, it was it was small potatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know. It was one of these things. It's like, <laughs> I'm laughing. It was so silly. Uh, these two, this couple was breaking up and uh, they were, uh, my friend, Samantha was like, hey, my boyfriend, Gary, this dick, he wants to take all the pans I bought. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, this sounds like, you know, something like, you know, more like a civil litigation issue, if yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah. But I said, all right, I'll play along. Uh <laughs> So I came over in the middle of a fight, and they're just talking. And I, I mean, they, they talked so much about their sex life to the point like I can never get some of those images out of my head. And and neither of them are super attractive. No. Uh, and also, I mean, we're friends, man. It's like thinking of your parents naked. Who yeah. wants to do that? Yeah. I mean, maybe some people. I can't I, imagine. That's not my thing. Uh, like that horn, yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah okay. No, that's another use. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah. But anyway, so Samantha and Gary were, like, yelling about the pain. And I'm like, is this even a crime or more just, like, a, you know, a disagreement? disagreement. Right. <laughs> I said, do you know what, like, crime means? Do you also know my rate? Is what something well, else yeah. she said. I, listen, I mean, she's my friend. Uh-huh. I kind of threw her one for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh. You can't pay the bills with so free. No, you cannot. It turns out. That's why I'm still uh, managing a Kohl's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm looking to transition and I'm hopeful. See, I feel like if I get the word out on shows such as yours and the like, uh-huh. uh, you know. What about some of the goof ones? Oh. Those are just people trolling you online? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think they're trying to, I think they're just having, you know, I, I don't, I don't think they're laughing at me. I just think they want me to laugh with them laughing about me falling for their, you know. Mm. hijinks but i think it's like a so they like reach out to you and they'll say something like hey i got a i got a code red over here at the the the, the plant yeah well i got a missing <laughs> kitten <laughs> well someone that's very descriptive someone had a kitten in a tree and i said listen i'm not a fire fighter okay yeah, i'm, I'm not a fire right yeah i'm a freelance crime fighter mm-hmm. i made that clear uh i don't I don't have a ladder to begin with. There's no crimes being committed. No, it's just a kitten in a tree. And hey, if that's a kitten's prerogative. (laughs) That's its legal right. Right. It's in the tree. 
Uh, so, you know, I mean, that was just like a misunderstanding, I think, of what I was, uh, what I was about. Uh, but then, you know, someone's like, oh, hey, hey, I got stabbed. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I'll be right over. Uh, and turns out I got no uh, defining information. It's important to get like a name and a location. Right. Uh, so you just drove out? I drove and I just, I and I was like, oh, where am I going? <laughs> turns out, turns out I didn't know. Yeah. And uh, that person how far was. Were you, how long were you driving until you realized you didn't have a place to go? I drove to Cincinnati. <laughs> From uh, Detroit? Yes. From Novavax. Yeah, I didn't know. I just, I felt I would in- intuit it, yeah. and that's wrong. Yeah. 100% wrong. Yeah. I, you, you have no idea unless you're giving. That's why sp- usually when you call 911, the first thing they say is, what is your location? Yeah, no, I, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, I should have thought of that. Yeah. But again, I'm trying to workshop this a yeah. little bit. Uh, it's, a, it's a living, it's a fly-by-night uh, enterprise. Enterprise. Yeah, so... I don't know. It's a lot. I, don't know. Of... I think you should stick with your intuition. I think that's fine. Yeah, don't even ask for location. I mean, maybe you'll you discover know, you have superpowers. They'll tell you if, you, if they need you. I don't think I have superpowers because I I don't. I mean, that should have kicked in by now if I had. But you uh, think so? yeah. What is the average age that superpowers? I don't know, but in? I'm a I'm Spidey I, boy guy. You know, he got bit by a spider and. That, that his he name? was old. Spidey boy. <laughs> Spidey boy. He was, like, was he old? Like he was like bully. 20. It's he was like, like in his 20s. <clears throat> yeah. It's like you're a, one of Spider-Man's bullies. Hey, Spidey boy. <laughs> <Right>. Spidey boy. <clears throat> and he showed them. No, he was like 16, he? I think. He did show him When he got bit yeah. by the, the radioactive spider. And that's the thing. You're never too old to be bitten by a radioactive spider. But I feel like that's been done. Okay, this is my thing. Yeah. But the fact that it's been done means that it could happen, happen again. again. It could. Know? It could. And I'll take that as it comes. Yeah. I'll cross that bridge if I get to it. But yeah. in the meantime, I mean, I, look, I got my own thing going. I I feel like this is, I, I can't go wrong here. Very true. So I'm not getting any radioactive spider vibes anyways. I'm getting no. more like, you know, intuition, energy. Yeah. Oh, know. are you an energy worker as well as a musician? Ooh. Oh, no, no, sense no, no, vibes. no. I'm just saying I'm getting that from, you know, I feel like you got that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. She can sense yeah. that you can sense vibes. I love your other guests. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting the vibe that you are awesome because oh, thank you, you thank are you. telling me I'm awesome. And that is correct. <laughs> that is correct. Very good. <laughs> She she gets it. Yeah, trying, you know. Mister, yeah. oh, go oh, ahead. No, 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 you're the host. No, please, no, please. I this. I talk over when I get nervous, which is, but I, but that's the other thing. I got to be cool about this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a cool crime fighter with catchphrases and a hot look. I can't get all babbly. Yeah, very true. And that's gonna be a tough you gotta, one. You gotta you gotta like speak with your fists. Yeah, mm-hmm. and my legs. You also um don't seem like you have any combat experience i have zero combat experience yes um but i think i can wing it uh i have muscles sure we all do we all have muscles right it's about endurance too yeah it is about endurance you gotta be able to run it seems like it i mean i don't know i i'm not like a crime fighter no right you're not yeah 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 i don't think i've ever fought a crime once in my life have you committed a crime uh yeah what uh, I've, I've shoplifted before. <gasps> Minor things like candy bars. Oh, why did you do that? Because it's fun. For the thrill? For the thrill of it. Because it's like, hey, I could just slip this into my pocket. You know, you're a teenager. 
I can slip this 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 little this Reese's puff Reese's Reese's cup into my pocket. When's the last time you shoplifted? Oh, I mean, it's been a long time. Was it ever from a Kohl's? No, there it's hard to shoplift from Kohl's. They put like the little little tag on it that yeah. you have to like get taken out at the the front of the store. Plus, if you if you shoplift from my Kohl's, you're gonna get a talking to, and you're gonna fess up because I'm gonna appeal to your sense of humanity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which Kohl's do you work at? The one in Novi, right? Mm-hmm. The one in Twelve Oaks Mall. Yep. Yeah, no, I've never shopped. I don't think I've well, ever Well, it's across. There. It's near. It's like not in the oh, mall. Oh, it's, it's the like, one. Right, yeah. It's the one across the street. It's in that shop. It's in yeah. that strip what mall. What is it? Yeah. It's like North Oaks or something like that? Yeah, don't worry about it, baby. <laughs> the thing is, though, like if you shoplift <laughs> from that Cole, she's going to make you feel like a better person afterwards. You really? You know what I mean? Well, I'm going to, sh- no, I mean, I, I you're going to be a better person afterward yeah, because yeah. we're going to talk it through and we're going to work out whatever you're trying to work out yeah. through uh, stealing and you're going to realize that's not the way, man. What if yeah. I'm in a really bad financial situation? Do I get to still keep the shirt? No. No? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to we're gonna come up with a financial plan for you. You've got a budget with me? Yeah. Wow, see, I'm great at that. Yep. I'm also a uh, CPA. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't use it. I, I, I went to school for it, and I have, I'm certified. I mean, I'm licensed. And, wow. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't do it. Maybe you ever, you ever consider just doing that? Nah. Fime Crider. Fime Crider. Crime Fighter. Crime Fime Crider. Crime Fighter and Life Coach. Yeah. Mm. No, I'm not like, listen, once we're done with the criminal aspect of it, I, I, you're, no you make your own choices. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, if there's a criminal aspect to it, I'm going to talk you through what, you know, what's going on. Mm-hmm. But it's strictly related to crime fighting. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Just in everyday life. I don't, uh, and the average citizen, you got to figure that yeah. out, man. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, thank you guys both so much for being on the show. Thank you. It's been you. an absolute pleasure having you both. And uh, White Girl Tally, anything you would like to, to plug and promote? Oh, yeah. My Instagram handle is uh, at White Girl Sally. Okay. So please, if, if, if you are witnessing a crime, please send me a direct message immediately. Mm-hmm. I will get on that. Uh, if you want to include location information, like your, your name or some, some identifying information, that is cool. Uh, I feel like that's probably the smarter way to go. Mm-hmm. You got any like twofers, like bogos? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I am going to start a new promotion. That's a great question. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If uh, I, I'm going to, I feel like arson is an underreported crime. So uh, report one arson. Get one free. Get get no no get in get a. Uh, like get one free prevent arson prevention. Oh, you prevent the arson. Oh yes, I do. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool, so you don't cool. just investigate the arson; you prevent it from happening. Yep. Yeah. You get de- you get deep, dirty. How do you do that? Yeah. Well, I don't want to talk about it because it's not exactly legal. My techniques. No. What? Listen, I should not have said that on yeah, the podcast. You have, uh, uh, listen, I'm going to start crime fighting against your illegal techniques. It's all in the name of justice, and I feel like that is the greater, greater good. good. It's a spirit of the law, not necessarily the letter of it. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. And Shannon, where can people find you? <clears throat> um, my Instagram handle is at underscore white underscore B. Ooh, white on white. <laughs> Wait, at, wait, yeah. Crime at, fighting. At white underscore B underscore. Oh, yeah, you said underscore it. first. No, no, it's white <laughs> It's white first, and then underscore, and then the B, and then the other underscore. You and I should team up. Yeah, white girl Sally and white B. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been thinking about that the whole time. Fighting crime, yeah. singing songs. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I'll soothe everybody with my music therapy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, look at this. <laughs> Going into business with yeah. this gal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're ready. We're ready that to do it. sounds like a, like a match made in heaven. You brought, you made it happen. Thank mm-hmm. you, Mr. Dupree. Yeah. People can find you on Twitter at white underscore B underscore. Uh, yeah, Twitter is like white, I don't know. I don't know. I don't go on Twitter. Look up but it's like B. white You'll B band it. or something. And then Facebook is white B 313. Mm-hmm. And then, or it might, it might be underscore 313. I don't if you know. just look up white B, I'm sure you'll yeah. find it. I got like a little song link too. If you go to song link mm-hmm. and slash beat state. Um, you could find like the video, and then I'm on iTunes and like Spotify and all that all jazz. The fun stuff. All Band the... camp. and uh, also you're performing in New York this Friday, the 22nd. Yep. And Philly, the 24th. Yep. So if you're on there, those areas. Yeah, well, reach first... out to me if you see any crimes being committed. Just uh, send me a message via Instagram. Yeah, and I'll yeah. be right there. All right, cool. Also, yeah. uh, if you live in New York or Philly and you listen to the show, tell me because I'm interested in knowing that. Yeah. I mean, it is mandatory, so you have to be listening to it out there. But if you're paying attention, that's the important thing. Yeah. And yeah. So, and then you will be, you're doing, I think I saw you're doing like a residency or something in, in March. Yeah. Um, At Fort Street Galley, um, like the, the little, it's like a little restaurant mm-hmm. Um, by, it's kind of like near Cliff Bells, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A residency, so you're a medical student or Oh nope. Kind um of. it's just like a little uh they have like <laughs> little music residencies cool. like uh-huh. for artists like every every month they have like an artist perform every Saturday. Mm-hmm. And uh I'm just doing that. They it was a it was a really good gig. Yeah. So Very I'm cool. just gonna do some covers, maybe some originals and uh yeah. A lot Very of crimes cool. will probably be committed because artists yeah. are shady as hell. Yeah, shady, probably. Drugs, murders. Yeah, yeah murders Intrigue. for real. Yeah. So uh, speaking of Beat State, uh, and by speaking of, I mean you mentioned it like a minute and a half ago. <laughs> uh, this next song is Beat State. Anything else you want to say about it before we call it a day? Um, nope. Yeah, we did I it. Think, yeah, I think we I got it. it. I think I got yeah. it all. Um, so the, here... the person who did the artwork... For Carmela Birdie, she's also I doing the artwork her. for my album and for my next single. She's and another person who's just all over the place. Yeah, the she's she yeah. does everything. She does everything. Yeah. Does she commit crimes? Uh, I don't. She doesn't seem like she would. All right. She's pretty chill. Yeah, I got my eye on her though. Yeah. All right. Carmela, whatever your name is. She yeah. might hit you up, though, if she, she sees a crime. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Carmela, please contact me via uh, Instagram if you see a crime being committed. I'm your yeah, gal. Yeah. Thank you. We will be back next week with Black Shampoo. Bye.
Michael Dupree Variety Hour is powered by Pinecast and is a member of the Planet Ant Podcast Network. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. Find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.